0: I just want to have fun, have a good laugh, make a few friends, the kind that last. Hey everyone, I'm Jaysha Drake, and these are the songs in the Key of Me.
1: I don't want to die young, don't want to get old, and stay so warm, that my heart gets cold, so tell me there's a reason, there's something
2: Never know how to start these episodes. Uh, Hey there, friends. Uh, I'm Ron Jimenez. Uh, You're listening to The Needle Drop. Uh, First things first, I want to thank all of you for listening to the first episode. Um, The response I got was overwhelming, uh, really. Um, A lot of you had very, very kind things to say, and uh, I I appreciate every bit of it. Um, I do want to specifically thank a few people, um, starting with my wife, Elizabeth for uh, her patience and encouragement in me taking on another podcast uh, especially when she knows time management is not really my strong suit um guti and ismail uh, my hermanos from the real latinos podcast for backing me and taking on this little side project uh marcy and mikey from the movie mixtape for being super cheerleaders and letting me borrow their pal um and my road crew Uh, The three guys that helped me get this thing moving, Uh, Chris on social media, Daniel on art, and of course, Dirk for setting the bar really high as my first guest and for helping me continue to refine what I want the show to be. But uh, speaking of, uh, let's start this thing up. Um, If this is your first time listening, welcome. Thank you for giving it a shot. Uh, The concept is very simple. Every one of us has a story and every story needs a killer soundtrack. So each episode I'm joined by a guest that walks us through the soundtrack to their specific story. All right, my guest today is uh one half of the Podzilla podcast, Jayce Drake. Welcome to the show. How are you doing?
0: I'm doing so good. I'm so stoked to be here. This is like this is really exciting. Thanks for inviting
2: me on, Ron. Yeah, I'm, ha- I'm happy to have you. Super excited to have you on. Um, so for uh, any listeners that aren't familiar, uh, you want to explain what Podzilla is and uh, a little bit about what you guys do?
0: <laughs> yeah, so I do a podcast called Podzilla with my brother Micah. Um, and it's kind of, it, it started off as just a way for both of us to reminisce and watch old Godzilla movies together that we grew up on. We are like, hey, why don't we get together once every couple weeks and watch one of these and talk about it. Um, and then it's suddenly become a whole lot more than that, and it's like we suddenly got people listening and formed a community around it, and it's become this really, really cool thing that we really love and look forward to. But every two weeks, we watch a Godzilla movie. We're going through them all in order of release date, and we just talk about it. Yeah,
2: yeah, it is a it is a really cool community. Um, I, uh, I I've I've told you before, I was never. Uh, Godzilla was a little bit outside my my purview. Like I was n- knew that it existed, you know, but um, other than the original one and uh, mm. the I think the the ninety eight one, um, I wasn't super familiar with with any of the movies, but. Um, because because uh, of you, because we were buddies, uh, I was like, okay, well, I'm gonna check out. I'm gonna check out this podcast, which led me to watching the <laughs> movies because I don't want to listen to a movie uh, podcast about a movie that I haven't seen. Yeah, and um, I've I've been having a ton of fun with them. They're um and uh, especially like seeing the difference between uh, the original one and like how dark it is, and then like going to the kind of goofiness of the '70s <laughs> ones, and then uh, and then like going back to like the a little more serious but also like really really off the rails bizarre stuff for like the 80s and early 90s. so yeah it's it's, it's been a lot of fun seeing the evolution of like what Godzilla is and um, and you and Mike are, have such a good you know I, I mean you if I didn't know that you were brothers um, I, I would bet that you like were very very close because you guys have such <laughs> a good rapport with each other so it's it's a lot of fun listening to you guys.
0: Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, we we really really love it, and there's a lot of a lot of really good Godzilla movies. There's a lot of really bad ones, but like throughout <laughs> them all, there's just this constant like sense of charm almost. So it's it's oh. been really really fun to do. You, I think you sent in a voicemail that has to be like the favorite voice, my favorite voicemail <laughs> we've ever received on the show for our episode on the star wars knockoff the war in space yeah and it's, it's yeah. just the funniest thing ever so if you wanted to check out podzilla jump into the war in space to hear ron's voicemail because it's an all-timer
2: oh thank you very much Pro- probably not uh, the best representation of what godzilla is
1: in that episode <laughs> but, <at> uh, <laughs> but a lot of
2: fun still a lot of fun nonetheless <laughs> Well, um, since, uh, you know, speaking of, um, you know, your, like, nostalgia for, for Godzilla and the place that it had uh, for you growing up, um, why don't we get into, uh, get into this, this interview? Um, why don't you tell me, tell the listeners a little bit about uh, your background? Where did where, you grow up? Where are you from?
0: Yeah, so I live in a little country called New Zealand um, in a tiny little town called Fungaday. And i've I've been here my whole life, my whole family's here. all my friends are here. Um, it's
2: yeah, I don't know it's it's just home. Um, all right well uh what uh what's what's your earliest music memory? Was music a big a big thing for you growing up? Yeah, it surprisingly was pretty huge. like
0: I've always just had music around my life, which has been pretty cool. Um, but I grew up, um, in a Christian household, going to church and obviously like music's a huge part of church and right, you know, right, worship yeah. every Sunday, worship, yeah. You're constantly having practice. And my parents were both pastors, um, <laughs> and they were on the band. So my mom constantly tells me that like, while she was pregnant with me. She was playing the bass up at church so oh, that nice. probably <laughs> probably messed with me a little bit the bass being around while i was a little baby <laughs> um, <laughs> um but yeah my dad had a band as well growing up called the flat boys um so he oh, had cool. like cds of his music around the house so um i've always just had music around and i guess it's been pretty special to have that music like my family's music too
2: mm. so what what about you do you do you have any any musical inclination? Like, do you do you play any instruments, or do you do you sing or anything? <laughs> well, I I learnt the
0: guitar in high school, um, so I know a little bit of guitar. Never got through bar chords that much, so I can play simple mm. songs. Um, I also learned a bit of the drums, bit of the same there. I can I can do a little bit with drums. The, the, the instrument I could probably play the most is the the ukulele, oh, only fantastic. because of while I was during COVID. Well, while we were during the first COVID lockdown, uh-huh. my sister played ukulele Um and my family decided to go all in and just buy me one for fun. But I actually like got really serious about it oh, and nice. probably
2: learned it during lockdown. So I, I can play a mean uke. <laughs> That's cool. That's actually, um, my wife and I are kind of similar in that because she decided she wanted to learn ukulele during lockdown as well. <laughs> um, but kind of like, I, I play guitar. So she was like, well, can you show me how to do this? Cause I'm not really getting the hang of it. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't like, I kind of messed around on it, but like, I just, I would play it like playing a guitar. I don't really know. Um, so, I, I watched like a few, you know, like YouTube how to videos to try and get the hang of it. But yeah, like I still, like if I picked it up, I, I still probably wouldn't play it very well because I would just try and play it like a guitar. And the chords and things are very different. Yeah. But, it's uh,
0: <laughs> surprisingly different because I, that's why I initially picked it up because I was like, ah, oh, I, I know a bit of guitar. This is going to be easier. But <laughs> it's completely different, but it's super fun.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a lot of fun. Um, what about, uh, so y- Young Jasher, what's, What's the first music that you, that you sought out Ooh. or, or maybe, maybe bought with your own money or, or whatever? Well, I mean,
0: growing up again, I grew up with a lot of Christian music. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of it I wasn't that taken by. Um, and I actually discovered a lot of music that's still some of my favorites through movies and through TV. Mm-hmm. Um, so I remember growing up, young Jayshare really loving Top Gun. Nice. Just thinking it was like the best movie ever made uh-huh. and then going out and buying top gun the soundtrack and yeah that thing onto my mp3 um <laughs> so my mp I-, I had a little mp3 player i think it was like a knockoff like it was just this real dumb knockoff ipad type thing knockoff mm. ipod type thing um but i just used to put on i just used to copy across so much random music onto there so any good movie that i'd watch i'd chuck on some songs um any (laughs) old cds i would find at my grandparents place i'd Mm -hmm. rip them and chuck them onto the mp3 player so my mp3 player was something i just i couldn't live without growing up and it it had just so much random stuff on it that kind of made me who i was (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah,
2: that's cool. Soundtracks, soundtracks were big for me too. Like that was always uh, a really cool way to discover new things. Cause, yeah, totally. Like compilation you know, type stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I particularly remember, um, so when Armageddon came out, like obviously, like the Aerosmith song was the yeah. huge thing on there. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm a big classic rock guy because my dad's real like Journey's one of his favorite bands, oh, and uh, Journey is. had 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 a, a song on that. Um, on that uh, soundtrack, too. And so, like, I was like, okay, yeah, like, I'm, I'm going to get the, the Armageddon soundtrack. But then, like, deep. Deep towards the end of it, there was like some cool like like there's uh, I believe she's a Canadian singer named uh, Chantel Kraviasik, I believe is how you pronounce it. Um, <laughs> but she does a really cool like kind of like Alanis Morissette style cover of John Denver's Leaving on a Jet Plane on that album. And uh, oh that's gosh. the like out of all like the weird stuff that's on there. Like that's the one that like every now and then it'll pop up on a random playlist. And we're like, yeah, <laughs> this, this is pretty cool. Um, but yeah, I've discovered a lot, a lot of new new bands through um, random soundtracks over the years.
0: Yeah, I love it. That's something I, I think I've continued. Like even today, I've I've got a real old school car, um, doesn't have any Bluetooth or auxiliary mm-hmm. stuff. And I, I'm still collecting like soundtrack CDs from That's whenever awesome. I see them at shops, just so I could like mm-hmm. have a cool selection of stuff from movies to um, listen yeah. to while I'm driving. Yeah,
2: I'm the same. Like so, yeah. My car, I usually use the Bluetooth, but it does have. Not only does it have a CD player in it, but it's got like a five CD changer. Um, oh man, the dream! So, yeah, and I do. There are some like rural areas around here where I have to drive through like canyons or whatever, and uh, sometimes I'll I'll lose the signal. So it's it's very handy to have to have those CDs every now and <laughs> then when I you know like I can't get any any signal from uh, yes. from the Bluetooth or anything. Cool. Well, what about um, are you are you big into um, to to go into concerts or shows or anything? Do you uh, do you have a, a particular uh, memory of uh, of any shows you've been to, or even just like <laughs> this, you know just the the worship band at, at church?
0: Yeah, I mean, this is super embarrassing. Most of my like concert memories probably would be from church. Mm-hmm. Um, and unfortunately living here in new zealand we don't actually like a lot of the a lot of the bands and artists that i've been into growing up they never come here to new zealand yeah, which has been a yeah. shame so i never really had the opportunity to go to many big concerts growing up stony the, <laughs> the only like proper concert i think i've been to uh, was with my wife a few years ago i bought her mm-hmm. uh, i brought us tickets for her birthday to go see sean mendes so there okay, you go there's yeah. a concert memory um, which was pretty cool, you know, at, at our biggest like concert arena here in New Zealand. Um, yeah, that's mm. that's uh, probably yeah. my only concert hey, memory. Yeah. But I, I'm I'm yeah. eager to go seek out more. Like I'd love to yeah. go to more concerts. So I just need to find the opportunity. Maybe travel a bit more, you know.
1: Yeah,
2: that's. I mean, yeah. Like I, I'm a little spoiled, and I don't realize it sometimes. But growing up in the Los Angeles area, there was always an abundance of um, of, of live performances to go see whenever uh, I wanted. So it sounds uh, so good. Do, yeah. do you have any favorites that you went to growing up? Oh, it's, yeah. So so many. Um, so there's. Um, I I grew up um, in and around Anaheim, um, which is probably most famous for that being where Disneyland is. Yes. But so there was if uh, in in the punk and pop c- punk. Um, scene particularly around like the late 90s early 2000s uh, chain reaction it's a tiny tiny club in Anaheim but um, for a while in high school I lived walking distance from it and pr- almost every Friday and Saturday night in high school my friends it didn't matter who was playing like a lot of times there were bands we had never heard of we would just go just to see like what was going on because you know we knew that's oh, where man, everybody was so gonna cool. be and I saw so many bands like I, I saw um uh uh, Newfound Glory is one of my favorite bands. I discovered them there. I saw Unwritten Law. I saw um, uh, The Atari's is another one of my favorite bands. I was at uh, if you're familiar with the band Thrice, uh, their very very first show I was at. They were opening no their, way. Their, their their first club gig was opening for The Atari's at Chain Reaction, and I, I was there. Um, so yeah, all all sorts of cool stuff there. And then um, <laughs> Bro, so, so like cool. I said, one of my favorite bands is The Atari's. Their uh, singer Chris Rowe. He did a solo acoustic set there for the anniversary of one of their albums one year, and uh, so my wife and I we were dating at the time, but we we went and uh, he always does his own merch table, and so I was talking to him at the table. Like he he does like photography and things like that. So I was talking, I was chatting to him about things, and um, uh, so he there's this song called "My Hotel Year" that um, I had seen him previously. And uh, when he'd performed the song previously, he had added a little bit of Eddie Money's Baby Hold On in the middle of it. And I was like, huh, like, I li- I've always liked that song since I was a little kid. Like, what's the connection there? Why did he mix that in? And so I asked him about it uh, at, at his merch table. He was like, oh, they're just the same chords, man. There's nothing like, you know, there, there's no secret meaning or anything. It's just the same chord progression. Yeah. Um, but uh, because I happened to ask him that, when it came time to play that song in the set, he actually dedicated the song to me, and so oh that's goodness. like, yeah, that's that's one of the coolest memories that that I have, like having you know uh, one of my favorite artists actually dedicate a song to me. So, um,
0: oh, bro, that's amazing! Yeah. That's so cool. I'm gonna have to check out the Ataris. Like, to be honest, something I'm really looking forward to of you getting this podcast out there is just to like discover cool new music like I'm yeah gonna yeah get some of those names out.
2: me too i mean like even yours like i'm familiar with a bit of, of of your stuff but yeah that's the the coolest thing for me is finding all this new stuff that people mm. you know i mean like i think my guests are cool that's why i asked them to be on so <laughs> um you know, they introduce me to, to music that they like and, you know, and then it also makes me think of them now when I hear those songs. So, um, <laughs> oh, but speaking of which, uh, why don't we, why don't we get into um, your, your playlist? So uh, the first song that you gave me is uh, a song by a band called Switchfoot called Chem 6A. Uh, why don't you tell me a little bit about your history with the, uh, with that song and why it means something to you
1: because i don't want to be here
0: Yeah, well, I mentioned it a bit before, but I I grew up in church. I went to a Christian school growing up. So a lot of the music, like most of the music I grew up on was all Christian music. Um, And Switchfoot was a band that I heard a lot of. And it's a band that probably more than others um, that I connected to. Just because, I don't know, I find a lot of their lyrics and a lot of their songs are just really relatable in a weird way. And I remember Kim 6A is one that I just, like, gravitated towards and would listen the heck out of um, growing up. Mm -hmm. And I I don't know if I did these right, Rod. Hopefully I did. But, like, all all these songs on my little playlist here, um, they're not... And they're not like my favorite songs of all time. They're just like, I, I kind of went back to my life and like broke it down into periods and then like found songs in those periods that mm. were special to me. So hopefully that works.
2: Yeah. Um, there, there's no right or wrong way to do this. It's <laughs> as long as it's something that means something to you. That's, that's all that matters to me. Awesome. Yeah. But this song, like
0: I, I, I used to listen to this while I was going to school and I just think it's a really catchy, like indie little rock song uh i love the way it sounds i love how fun it is like you've got them talking at the start of the song just Mm -hmm. like (laughs) talking to each other and then the song kicks in the guitar kicks in yeah um and i find the the lyrics like i I just love the lyrics in this thing it's talking about um um it's got lyrics like i think i'd rather play around i think i'd rather watch tv because i don't want to face my fears i'll watch the movie um Mm -hmm. and other lyrics like it's it's all wrong but it's all right. like I the song, I guess because it's called Chem6A, um, I didn't take chemistry but I'm guessing it's kind <laughs> <like, laughs> of like John Foreman or Switchfoot are kind of relating it to being stuck doing a test in like chemistry hmm. class, right and you're thinking of everything else that you could be doing with your life and everything <laughs> else seems so much more important and so much more right than school is, which feels wrong, but it is right. Um, I just find those things relatable I wasn't like the smartest kid at school I didn't love school <laughs> my thoughts were always on like going and making home movies of my friends mm-hmm. or going and doing other
2: stuff so I don't know
0: it was just cool to hear music and be like hey other people feel the same way I do <laughs>
2: Yeah, that's yeah, that's always cool. It's funny you um, you say that too because I did notice a theme um, in this one and uh, and a little bit um, in some of the other songs <laughs> where, where yeah. mentions of movies show up, and I did uh, yeah. find that interesting because you and I you know met in a mu- in a in a movie community, um, totally. So uh, I was like, okay, yeah, that that kind of makes sense. Um, but yeah, like I, <laughs> I I totally get that. Like I wasn't. Uh, in in middle and high school, I was far from from the best student. Um, I, I did a lot better in college, um, but I think because uh, I had uh, a lot of time to mature between um, when I uh, when I borderline flunked out of high school and when I started yeah. <laughs> college. Um, because yeah, same thing. Like I, um, I, I it was a lot of like I don't get this. Why do I have to know this? Um, there's so many 100%. other things that I could be doing with my time, and uh, and yeah, there's like it there's to me it seems like there's a sense of anxiety with with the song too you know like yep. like he uh it, it it seems to me like he uh he's he's pushing back a little bit like he's he's kind of like not ready for whatever it is that's that's in front of him and he kind of like you know lo- like wants to wants to hold back from taking whatever steps it <laughs> yeah. is he he needs to take which is something i can relate to very much so yeah no
0: i i i feel the same as you and i think that's that's why i love this song it's kind of like it's kind of like that feeling that I have, or I think we all have, where we'd like rather be doing other stuff than work or study or things like that. But we do realize that, like, it is the right thing to be doing. But we kind of, I don't know. There's that. You're right. Little anxiety or holding off on the future, even though you know that it's inevitable. Almost.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So is um is is Switchfoot in general a big band for you, or just this particular song? Switchfoot's probably like. Out
0: of the music I grew up on, or especially like Christian music, Switchfoot's like probably one of the only bands that I still like listen to oh. today. I, I, I've just followed them through their old careers. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, yeah, I just love, I just, just love the sound. They're kind of like surfer dudes from America um, yeah. just real chill.
2: Um, I, yeah, I I just love them.
0: I own a couple of their CDs in my car, so that's probably nice. made grow <laughs> yeah.
2: me a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I know this is kind of a deeper cut too, because this is off their their first album, I believe, which is yeah. Um, from I want to say like '97. I didn't hear about them until like. I want to say like 2002, 2003. They're actually, um, they're from, uh, Carlsbad, which is a suburb of San Diego, which is where, um, my sisters grew up. And oh, so funny. I, I learned about them, um, through, uh, through my sisters. Um, cause they were like in, in that area. And then just after that is when they kind of broke with, um, I believe the beautiful letdown was the, was the album that it was called the yeah one with uh, with uh, meant to live and You to move like the and yeah. I remember those those videos being all over MTV um, totally. and so yeah like I, I remember I remember buying that CD and you know actually um, my uh, my wife's best friend Friday when she was in college she went to study abroad in Europe and uh, I remember her telling me a story about. Uh, going to um, Steve Harris, the basis for Iron Maiden. He uh, he had a pub in London, and she was there hanging out with her friends one night. And she walks into the ladies' room, and there's this guy with a guitar, and he's like, "Oh, I'm I'm, I'm sorry, they don't have a green room. This is where they told me I could I could get ready." And it was John Foreman from Switchfoot. And he was gonna do a little like solo acoustic set. Yeah. So now every time I think of Switchfoot, I think of John Foreman in this ladies' room at this <laughs> random pub, <laughs> you know, tuning his guitar. So
0: Oh, that's so good! That that blows my mind that you like owned one of their CDs. That's crazy to me.
2: Well, see that I mean the same with me because like there I didn't know um, like regionality fascinates me. Like the idea that uh, that um, an artist can be huge in one country but like very very small. Like one of. one of my favorite bands is a band called Biffy Clyro um, from, uh, from Scotland. and if mm. I were to go to the UK, I would have to pay a ton of money because they headline Wembley in, in, right. in Europe. Here, um, it's kind of cool because nobody's ever heard of them. So I've seen them every yeah. time they've been through Los Angeles and I you know pay 30 bucks to go see them in tiny little clubs. Um, so it's it's really weird to me that like nobody's ever heard them. <laughs> heard of them here, but they're huge over there, and so and that's kind of the same thing. When I saw Switchfoot, was one that it was Switchfoot because they're st- they're they're a pretty big band here. Um, maybe not as big as they they oh, were funny. in the mid two thousands, but like yeah, they're still like you know I, I know a lot of people that like they're they're um, a favorite of them. But like I said, it's wow. kind of a deep cut. Like the the song that you picked is like from before, you know. So <laughs> I don't know, like maybe maybe you're a little bit cooler than everybody else because you you know like you're you're an old I'll take Switchfoot that. fan. Yeah, I'll take that. <laughs> No, I'm like, I, I'm probably like one of the only
0: people I know that like love Switchfoot. So that's, that's really funny to me. Well, yeah. one of their songs I think was on, was it the soundtrack for Spider-Man 2 or something? So that was, that was another I believe so. There. Yeah. Yeah. Cause yeah. yeah,
2: that Spider-Man 2 soundtrack. Yeah. That had all like that had dashboard. Oh. The Ataris are actually on that soundtrack. Yeah, that had, really? I've probably yeah, heard uh, them there. What a soundtrack. Yeah, dashboard Confessional, Taking Back Sunday. Like, yeah. A lot of those, those bands um, were, uh. Were on that soundtrack so that's kind <laughs> that's of cool.
0: something else like as a kid i was like a huge comics fan a huge marvel fan so having like too, one of my too, favorite yeah. bands on doing yes, soundtrack, for one yeah. of my favorite movies was like yeah
2: yeah that's exactly how i felt yeah every time one of those one of those comic i remember when um when the the hulk movie came out um the the first one the the ang lee one with eric banna uh um, yeah you know like a lot like oh, what a movie uh, yeah, like, a lot of people aren't that into that movie. I, I dig it. But the thing that stuck out to me was Guns N' Roses is one of my favorite bands. And uh, the guys in Guns N' Roses had another band called Velvet Revolver, and they um, they kind of, like, um, debuted on the soundtrack to that Hulk movie. So that's what I, like, that's what I associate. <laughs> oh, cool. With. Yeah, so. But anyway. That's awesome. Um, Well, so speaking of like movies and soundtracks, uh, so your next song is a song that um, I've heard probably a thousand times because I feel like it's been used in so many different movies and TV shows (laughs) and commercials and like all sorts of different stuff. So I am very curious to to hear um, what your association uh, is with uh, Petula Clark's "Downtown."
1: the lights are much brighter there you can't forget all your troubles forget all your cares so go down.
0: yeah so i mean following on i guess the theme that's begun um i was first introduced to downtown from a tv show and that tv show being lost okay i was completely obsessed with the show lost growing up i feel like it came out like right around the time while i was really just getting into movies and getting into tv um and i was i was like the biggest lost flat fan on the planet every single song that would come up in the show i'd make a note of and then i'd go and get the music that was in the show <laughs> We're afterwards so to my
2: We're so <laughs> i do the same thing with so many things it's so much easier now but yeah, yeah I, I would always, Oh, what song is that like write down lyrics to try and like google the yeah. lyrics later to figure out what it was <laughs> totally
0: um so i think <laughs> i think downtown plays uh in the first episode of season three or something i believe mm-hmm. um and i just i just really loved it and it kind of opened the door to a whole lot of other songs from the 60s, 70s, 80s. Nice. For me, there was a big time in my life that this song probably kicked off um, that I was like exclusively for a couple of years just listening to really classic um, songs and artists that a lot of others my age just didn't know about or didn't listen to. So uh-huh. it was, was kind of this cool feeling being like, hey, I'm, I'm really discovering these like these hidden gems that no one my age knows about um but yeah i I just really love downtown to be honest uh, there's probably not much more to it other than it i I love the the tune i think it sounds really great i think the lyrics Mm. are really cool um you know the lights are much brighter there you can forget all your troubles forget all your cares go downtown it's that nice happy feeling and for me um who i've I've struggled with like anxiety and depression while i've been growing up um and those are just lyrics that are just cool like when you're feeling down yeah. it's always going to get a bit better or you can there's a place where you can forget all your cares it's yeah it's just it's really related to me as well
2: yeah i totally go. i'm in a, in, a, in a similar boat we've we've discussed on on a few occasions that yeah i also have yeah. A history with uh, with some struggles with anxiety and depression and stuff. And um, like I said, I've heard this song Lord knows how many times. Um, <laughs> but uh, And now, I mean, in preparation for this, you know, a hundred or so more. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. But, uh, it's a good. Oh, song no, it's out, good. Right? It's good. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's, I mean, it's funny. Like, at work today, like, knowing we were going to record, I think I listened to your playlist like five or six times in a row. <laughs> um, but... Um, uh, yeah, I'd never, it's one of those songs where like, I knew it really well, but I don't think I had ever really paid attention to what the lyrics were. And I definitely got that sense too. It's like, oh, this is like, you know, like, like, it's a really like uplifting song. It's really a song about like, like someone hopeful. that, you know, yeah, yeah. Like really like mm. searching for, you know, for, you know, those, those bright lights to like to, to pick them up. And I thought that was really cool. Um, so yeah like i'm I'm gonna hear it differently now every every time that I hear it, um, yeah,
0: and it's funny you mentioned it's in like everything nowadays, but <clears throat> I, I
2: always, I'm always like taken back to lost, which is pretty yeah. cool. I'm like, yeah, this song was, this song wasn't lost. Mm-hmm. Well, I always think about like I said, like I, yeah, it's, it's been used in so many different things, but the thing that I always think about that I think is, is super interesting and a little mind blowing if you're a classic rock fan is um, like, like I said, I'm, I'm a big classic rock guy. And I took mm-hmm. um, a, a history of rock class when I was, uh, when I was in college and one of the few things that like really stuck with me for some reason was when we were in this, um, this era of music talking about it, uh, the thing that blew me away was uh, Jimmy Page, who was the guitarist and mastermind behind Led Zeppelin actually plays guitar on flat. this song. So no he, way. Yeah. 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 He was a, he was a huge session guy. So that was his thing what? in the early, late fifties, early sixties. He was like the go-to um, <laughs> session guitarist. And that's actually how Led Zeppelin came about. He, um, between this and Led Zeppelin, he was in a, a blues band called the Yardbirds. Um Uh, And then uh, after that, he wanted to start a new band, and all the guys in Zeppelin were just session musicians. They were all guys that played on, like, random, like, Motown songs and things like that, and they just, like, all right, well, let's get together and start our own band. They became arguably the biggest band of all time, so... (laughs) It's you know, blowing like, yeah, my all... mind. You would right, not think he yeah.
0: was like a Petula Clark song.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but and there's a lot of like, if you like, if you go on his Wikipedia page and look up um, like his his discography, there's like the Zeppelin stuff, but then there's like a little section of like all the songs that he guessed on or produced or whatever. And there's some really really strange stuff that you would not <laughs> expect. And if you listen to him, like, yeah, like I don't I don't hear that at all. But um, yeah, he was he was a go to dude. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, so. Um, yeah, so the the next song is uh, is one that I was very unfamiliar with um and uh, I have got to say uh it is an incredible earworm because I this yeah. this song sticks in my head. I've woken up with it in my head a couple of times <laughs> this week. Um so uh and uh it's it's one of those you know when when I get these playlists before I do these episodes, I always kind of try and like imagine what the story is and like i look (laughs) at it as like these these songs are are part of the soundtrack to a movie about the person that i'm talking to and i'm like i'm envisioning you know like whatever scene this would play over or whatever so i'm i'm really interested to hear what you have to say about cold wind by among savages
0: Yeah, well, I mean, I said before that these these all probably aren't my favorite songs of all time, but this one might be, to be honest. Like, is this the best song ever? I, I just really, really <laughs> love it. Like you said, it's an absolute earworm. I, I heard it like in my in my high school years, and it's just it's just stuck with me ever since. Like, always just out of the blue, I, I get the get the music, get the lyrics in my head. Um, this is a bit of a funny one. How I originally heard Cold Wind was um, I used to use a website back in the day called Noise Trade. I don't know if you're mm-hmm. familiar with Noise Trade. Mm-hmm. Um, but different bands and different artists would kind of put up music on there that was freely available or f- available oh, okay. for a donation. Um, and it was never like their biggest albums or their top stuff, it was always like EPs or like acoustic sets or music that they weren't making available anywhere else. It was kind of like this place to go to get real exclusive um, free tracks, which was Mm -hmm. awesome. So I used to just grab so much of this music growing up and just listen to it. Um, And yeah, this song Cold Wind um, and the whole album this was on from a, a band called Among Savages was one of the songs I discovered from there. And it's a bit of a shame because it isn't available anywhere else. I think you can listen to it on YouTube, but on streaming services, you can't. Um, Among Savages are still making music, but this, yeah, this one's just kind of like lost to time a little bit. Um, but I absolutely love it. Again, it's a real like indie band and indie mm-hmm. song that probably n- no one's heard of before.
2: Well, I was going to say, I think, um, I've heard of Among Savages before, but I think it's because you and I play in a thing called Music League together, and I'm pretty sure you've submitted an Among Savages song before. Yes, I have. And I I think that's why I know who they are.
0: (laughs) It's me always trying to win our Music League by putting in (laughs) bands no one's heard of.
2: Yeah. You and me both, buddy. You and me both. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um but this yeah this probably just plays along the same theme that a lot of mine are which is just that feeling of longing for more um just kind of expectant of what's to come um there's lyrics in this song that go like there's a place i want to go how do i get there i feel it in my heartbeat feel it in the cold air my breath is heavy my spirit is light i'm standing at the doorway my baby's on the other side." Um, and this was something I, I, I listened to Among Savages quite a bit. And I, I, I feel like this relates to that stage of like leaving school, figuring out what's to come, um, mm-hmm. slowly like coming of age. Yeah. So <laughs> uh, interesting story. But I finished up school with the intention to go to film school straight afterwards. Mm-hmm. I was going to take a bit of a gap year, save up some money um and move away to go to film school that was my big dream Mm -hmm. um and I ended up taking a job just for that gap year um a friend had said that they were in need of an IT assistant at the place where they worked so I went on there to do some IT work um ended up loving the IT job ended up loving the company ended up having a job created for me to kind of be this digital content specialist and make Videos and take video content and do editing for the company, um, and I ended up moving into that, and that's where I am now. All these years later, um, which is literally kind of right cool, now, <laughs> yeah, literally right now. I'm in a work office right now, um, but yeah, it's it's been kind of this interesting journey where I originally wanted to go to film school and do pursue like creative stuff and a career doing creative in the creative arts, and ended up kind of finding another job which i love at a place where i love but doing a lot of that creative stuff i was initially gonna do so Mm -hmm. i I get to like go out on film shoots and like storyboard stuff and then film stuff and edit stuff here i get i'm doing like a work podcast at the moment for them here so i don't know it's pretty cool but yeah that kind of coming of age of wanting to do something else having to work ended up falling in love which we'll get into soon um, but I find like this song just kind of like just sums up that expectation of like, um, uh, expectation of like anticipation of what's happening in the future mm-hmm. and what's to come. It's probably a little bit like Kim 6A did, um, but mm-hmm. for a different part of my life.
2: Yeah, I got like, it's, um, there's a, uh, I don't know what the word is. There's, there's a sense of, of uncertainty I guess, yeah. a, about the song, but not, like, Big necessarily in, an, in a negative way. Because um, yeah. I, I was thinking, like I said, like, I try it, like... Well, I don't know that I try. I think I just do it. But, like, I always place, like, okay, like, what kind of scene would this play over? And I was thinking, like, okay, like, this could be anything from, like I said, I thought about, um you know, like, you graduating from school or something. Uh, I thought about, like, it could... This could be something where, like... Um, you know, like you're like, like on your wedding day and you're like, kind of like nervous before you're about to like, go like walk out there and everything like, um, and yeah, like there's, it's, it's kind of weird how, how life works like that, where you have expectations about, you know, what you're going to be and, you know, like where you're going to go in life. And, you know, you'll, you'll take a path. And often I've, I've had the same experience where I said like, okay, well I'm going to do this for a little bit yeah or you know and uh, and a little bit ends up being way longer than you anticipated and sometimes <laughs> that's for the better and sometimes it's yeah. not but um but yeah i've i've definitely noticed that like a lot of times some of the most meaningful things or the me- most meaningful relationships are ones that i wasn't looking for and i found in the most unexpected places um and uh yeah. and, and and yeah like i think that um that this song uh like it evokes that a little bit, like kind of like, okay, like, you know, you're nervous, but you know, if, if, <laughs> if, if you take a step, you don't know, you don't know what you might find, you know?
0: Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. You got that out of it. Cause th- yeah, that's hundred percent. Like time I listen to this, this, that's what I get. Mm. That's the feeling I get. And it's kind of like looking throughout my whole life. It's just a real cool song to sum up mm-hmm. some of those feelings that you have when you're taking a chance on things or waiting for that chance to come.
2: Yeah. Like it's a super catchy too, like that, that propulsive yeah, man. percussion, man. Like yeah. It's really good, eh? Hey? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well speaking of, of beats, um, the next one, I'm really real this this song threw me through a loop mainly because of who's in it, who like who the, the artist is, because um <laughs> it's uh it's a song called Counting the Beat by it's credited to Lips and George Mason and Rose McIver, who I know as the lead to the TV show I Zombie, and my <laughs> wife knows, and I'm sure a lot of other people know as the lead in like Netflix the Christmas, Christmas Prince movies. or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so um, please explain to me, <laughs> counting the beat by all these people. Thinking about just you and
1: me, da-da-dee-dee. there ain't no place I'd rather be. Da-da-dee-dee. So uh, I, <laughs>
0: it's a bit of an interesting um addition to my list because
1: the,
0: the actual original song counting the beat came out in I think the 70s or the 80s um from a band New Zealand band called the Swingers. So oh, Okay. Yeah real iconic new zealand band real iconic new zealand song like this song growing up you would always hear it on commercials on tv you'd always hear counting the beat going um well like clothing commercials are up or like dairy products commercials or like yeah it it was just like ingrained in me growing up um so this version of the song by (laughs) all those artists was actually featured on a musical new zealand movie that came out a little while ago called daffodils Mm -hmm. um which is kind of it's it's a movie which i really love and would recommend people checking out because i don't think anyone's seen it i looked on (laughs) and there's like 400 logs or something oh wow Uh um and uh, yeah it's it's this movie about a couple in new zealand finding love getting together and it's kind of this real tragic story in the end oh my Um, favorite cool (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. One of those. <laughs> um, but me and Monique, my wife, went and saw this while we were going out. Um, and it's I don't know, I just have really fond memories of seeing this movie with her. I really loved it. She was kind of okay on it, but we ended up buying the soundtrack afterwards and it's all these new renditions of Kiwi songs, New Zealand songs, um oh, cool. the whole soundtrack, all the songs in the musical are all just like iconic new zealand songs by new zealand artists that they've repurposed and resung which is kind of cool it's a real cool idea for a musical i think yeah um so we kind of got to listen to these songs we'd always known growing up in a new light and i just really love the way that counting the beat sounds um when these guys sing it i think it's really really cool um i can kind of sing this song well in the way that the guy sings it as well so it's a great one (laughs) to chuck on in the car you know Uh um but I don't know. I just, I just think about love when I think about the song, to be honest. Um, mm. Really catchy. It really just makes me think of Monique. Um, and, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Much more than that, it kind of just brings me back to dating, you know? And it's just like yeah, cool memories yeah. to do with movies that. that has kind of followed us through our, um, mm-hmm. our married life now.
2: Uh, yeah. Does, does she duet with you when you put it on in the car? Yeah, we do. You know, there's yeah. I think the guy parts, she
0: sings the girl parts, and it's, it's <laughs> awesome. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's it it it's cool when you have when you have songs like that. My my wife and I have, have a few songs like that too where um Yeah uh the, the one that I, I think of I mentioned Newfound Glory earlier, but they have a, a thing where um they they've done a few albums of it now called From the Screen to Your Stereo and they do pop punk covers of um songs that are famous for being on soundtracks. And oh, that's uh, awesome the second time they did it, um, half the songs were duets with other artists. They had like um, uh, Chris Carraber from Dashboard Confessional and Adam Lazar from Taking Back Sunday and um, Patrick Stump from Fall Out Boy and you know a bunch of people. Um, but one of the songs they do is a song um, by Lisa Loeb called "Stay," which was in the Reality Bites soundtrack. And uh, Lisa Loeb sings it with Newfound Glory, and it's like a much like punchier <laughs> version of it. Um, yeah, but I don't know why, because it's like it's a breakup song. But for some <laughs> reason, my wife like, and I don't, I don't, I'm not really one to sing. Like, I'm much more like I'm, I'm gonna play guitar and like maybe I'll like <laughs> sing a bit of harmony or like better yet some shout along vocals. Like, I'm not, I'm not one to sing. But um, if that's one of those songs, if that comes on, we crank that and I belt the the dude part and she belts the the, the female part. And yeah uh, it's a lot of fun. It can be just a lot of fun just to like let yourself loose, especially when you're driving down the road yeah. with the windows down and like and yeah, you like you get that feeling that you did like, you know, whenever it was when you were when you were kids and and everything, no matter like how long you've, you know, like been married or or whatever. Totally.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I mean, it's real cool as well like when you find songs that are kind of redone in a way that you almost prefer or just different takes on like songs mm-hmm. that you already know. I think it's pretty cool. Like I listened to this version of it way more than the original counting the beat even though the original version is awesome like this just mm-hmm. has just a different you know just it hits
2: differently right yeah yeah it's it's your <laughs> version right yeah uh, that's the, the other way. version's like your parents version and this is yeah like, this exactly. is yours you know like exactly. sort of like that yeah that's <laughs> i have um uh so fleetwood mac has a song called landslide which yes. is one love of love landslide yeah so, but that, you know, it came out in the seventies. And so like my mom and my aunts and their generation, um, yeah. that's, you know, their version of it. But then in the nineties, Smashing Pumpkins did a version of it. And that's my version of it. Cause I, you know, I, I grew up a Smashing Pumpkins fan and stuff. And mm. that came out around the time that I was starting to discover music for myself. And then, another 10 or so years after that, the Dixie Chicks did a version of it, and My <laughs> Younger Cousins, that's their version of the song. We often argue <laughs> about which version's the best. Oh, that's awesome. Um, that's so <laughs> but, uh, but you know, like, it's cool that, like, it's the same thing, but, like, we can each have our own, you know, our own personal version yeah. of, of, of the same thing. It's it's cool. Like, it's, uh, it, it's a way to connect us, but also at the same time, like, let us be individuals, you know? Yeah. All right. Well, the last song on your list... Um, is uh, is one by Stephen Day It's a song called 22 and some change um, And it also has a crazy music video That uh, I will be <laughs> <laughs> Linking to in the show notes But uh, why, why don't you tell me about Stephen Day's 22 and some change I
1: get to feel I
0: Almost, I was sending all these songs to you on YouTube and I almost like didn't send this one. I was trying to find like a lyric video instead of the music video because I was like, man, this is a wild music video. Uh, yeah.
2: No, no, people <laughs> um,
0: need to see it. <laughs> people do need to see it. It's important. It's very important. Um, Stephen Day is an artist that I just randomly discovered one day. Cannot re- even remember how I did it, but he has quickly become one of my favorites. Um I, I love him. He's just this, like, 20-something-year-old dude. Um, he's put out a couple of albums, and they're really, really catchy, just really, really kind of unique. Um, and 22 and Some Change is a song I think really hit me at the right time. Um, I, I'm i only in my mid-20s. I know I'm mm-hmm. still, like, super, super young. Um, and this song just kind of speaks to me on all levels, which is quite a mm-hmm. kind of funny that it's called, like, 22 and Some Change. But... It touches on things i feel at least it touches on things like faith and family and friends and just life in general which mm-hmm. are all things that are just very important to me so it's cool to hear them touched on in song um yeah l- lyrics in the song like when you get to a certain age you miss what you could have had but don't mm-hmm. really want it back and you hope that you're on track for 22 and some change mm-hmm. um i think it just speaks to like where i am in my life now like i I look back on my life and where I am today and like, I, th- I think could it have gone differently? Could things have been different? Um, and I'm just hoping that like, I'm in the right place i meant to be that I'm right on track for the future. Like um, I'm married now. I got a good job, but I, I, it's always like just, just that hoping um, of what the future is going to bring. Yeah. I, I just really love the song. I think it just, yeah, it just touches on so many different things.
2: Yeah, the one bit that got I don't know what the exact lyric is, but it's something like um uh something about um wanting wanting to tell your parents you you, you miss them or or something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. uh but that that definitely um that is something one that I felt when I was around the age of 22. I remember um I it's weird because I didn't necessarily leave home, but um, when I was eighteen, my mom's job moved her moved her away, and uh, so I I went and lived with my grandparents. So I was still technically with my family, but um, it was the first time that I had lived away from my parents and my siblings. And I remember like the the first couple of years in particular um, being so far away from them. Like I really like it, it was just it was weird and like on one hand like it was cool to be on my own a little bit and like mm. um you know like go hang out with my friends more and like especially that age of like between like 18 and like 22 23 like kind of just going like goofing around and getting in trouble yeah, <laughs> yeah um, <big> time. <laughs> but like you know yeah it's 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 where I, I i was talking recently with some friends of ours about you know coming of age in, in, incidentally and how um the uh the ages between like like 15 and 25 are weird cuz you're you're at a place where you're you have you're forced to accept a certain amount of responsibility, you know, you're yeah. expected to be more mature, but at the same time, you're also kind of not taken seriously and still treated <laughs> yes. like a kid a lot of the time. And you're never yeah. really sure like when the appropriate time to do one or the other is. Um And, uh, and I know like, that's, that's a thing that has come up for me even now. Like I just turned 39 and I'm like, oh, like, man, I, I really like, I just, I just really want to like make my parents proud of me. But at the same time, like, I really kind of just want to like reach out to them and like have them do stuff for me. Like they did when I was a kid, (laughs) um, You know, and there's, like, that dichotomy of, like, wanting to be your own person and be on your own, but, like, longing for that, that, that comfort and, and things that, that you had as a kid. Um, yeah, like, that, I don't know, like, that uh, that bit of the song, like, it, I, and ironically, too, while I was listening to it before I got out of the car when I got home, my mom texted me. So, I was like, oh, I'm going to call you after I get off this college-age oh. shirt. So, oh, that's but, awesome. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a place I, I definitely feel like I am at the moment, like i'm I'm renting i'm married um and a, i'm at work i'm in a pretty like good position here and everyone around me is kind of so much older um and everyone around <laughs> me is kind of like works all they do and they take it very seriously and i'm always still kind of like i'm i'm the new kid on the block you know i'm kind of the young guy here and it just feels it definitely feels like that weird space where i've, I've got responsibility um but i'm still not i'm in the in-between place i'm not quite there yet but i'm not uh-huh. as young I, I don't know it's it's something i think this song speaks
2: to yeah definitely for sure for sure real 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 cool song um yeah. glad you were uh, introduced it to me glad you were Stephen day to me. yeah no I'm, I'm happy
0: to man if any of these I, i'll if any of these i i'd really love people to seek out stephen day if, if you're keen because stephen day is kind of this real small artist Um, And he's got such a cool library of songs at the moment that are like just really catchy. Like you can chuck them on whenever it's, it's really cool.
2: Right on. Cool. Well, um, thank you so much for, for sharing all that with me. Um, like like I said, my, my goal, uh, with this was to kind of like to get to know some, some cool people through some cool music. And, And like I said, now, um, one, I didn't know a lot of these songs, but, uh, also now you know when I do hear them, it's going to make me think of, of, of my buddy Jasher down in New Zealand. So you know that <laughs> in and of itself is is a pretty awesome thing. Um, so uh, what about uh, what's 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 on the horizon for you? Do you got anything uh, any Podzilla news you want to share? Any anything else that you want to plug? Any any socials that you want to let people know about?
0: Oh man, uh, honestly, like yeah, check out Podzilla Podzilla Pod on most socials. We watch goofy old monster movies would love to have you along on the ride for us um you can follow me around the place at jashzilla j-a-s-h-e-z-i-l-l-a um i am hoping to start doing a whole lot more like skits and short film stuff so follow me that'll keep me on the right track to actually stay true and release some of that stuff um but yeah other
2: than that well, I mean, you Podzilla, it seems like it's a lot of work cuz it seems like you guys between releasing the regular episodes, releasing the uh the Infinite Island uh Patreon <laughs> episodes and then like all the artwork that goes into it and then the whole Discord community that uh seems <laughs> like it seems like it's a lot of work, man. So, hey, and then man. on top of that like you know I know that, you know, like I said, you've got a a regular day job and you've got, you know, like a, a wife and all that stuff. So, um, yeah, kudos to you for taking all that on. Uh, yeah, it may kudos not seem like you. much to you, but.
0: <laughs> We're only releasing episodes once every two weeks. You've got like, you're editing Real Latinos and you're doing this now. It's like, I
2: don't know how you're doing it, man. I'm looking up to you. <laughs> neither do I. Neither do I. And I couldn't do it without your help, man. So, um, but yeah, thank you, thank you so much for for doing this with me. It's uh, it's still it's it's in its infancy, but yeah, uh, thank you so much for um, one just for like supporting me with the idea, and then for for sharing all your um, all your music with me and your and your stories. Um, I, I really appreciate it. I don't know. Music's just always been there for me. And I, I, again,
0: coming back to like why I really love the idea of this podcast is whether we realize it or not we all have like moments in our life or memories or feelings that we all do directly tied to music. Mm -hmm. Um, And I've got kind of like a weird relationship with music to be honest, because I don't listen to the radio often. I don't keep up to date with most modern music. I kind of like find my own stuff and kind of stick there. Um, Mm -hmm. But I find that the right music and like the right artists always just find me at the right times in life. And I, I just really love having having a rotating like um playlist of songs that i just always come back to and always listen to and always chuck on if i'm going on a work trip or just chuck on while i'm going for a walk somewhere like it's mm-hmm. music's a real special thing i don't really know how to, to yeah. e- explain it but it's um it's just yeah it's it's just really cool i i, I love music so I, I think my my playlist just sums up hey you know i've I've listened to music. I've grown up. I love movies. I've always kind of got this dreading sense of what's to come or if I'm doing the right thing. And I, I guess that's what we all live with and all feel. So, yeah, fun. I, I just can't wait to see um, who you're going to get on here and discover some new stuff along with you.
1: And I get to feel sad And I miss my mom and dad Why's it so hard to tell them that? When you get to a certain age, you miss what you could have, but don't really want it back. I hope that you're right on track for 22 and some chance.
2: Jaysha Drake, folks, uh, just an incredibly kind soul. Um, you know... My favorite thing about starting this podcast, it isn't even really talking music so much as it is that I get to take these people that I think are incredibly cool and uh, share them with whoever will will listen, really. Um, it's kind of corny, but in a way, my friends are my mixtape in that respect. Um, the same way Jasher connects with these songs that he shared with us, someone could hear this and connect with Jasher and think, huh, that guy gets me, you know? Um I don't know, cheesy, but I think it's kind of cool. Jace is a great dude, Um, a lot of fun to talk to, a lot of fun to play Xbox with, too. Um, I'll be sure to link to his playlist so you can listen to the songs in their entirety. And uh, I very much recommend checking out Podzilla, uh, the podcast he does with his brother Micah. Um, Even if you're not really familiar with Godzilla flicks, uh, those guys are just a lot of fun to listen to. Um, I actually just did a, a guest spot on an episode where we talk about the first rebirth of Mothra movie. Um, and I just, I, I had a heck of a great time uh, talking to those guys. So uh, big thank you to Jace for chatting with me. Um, as always, thanks to the needle drop crew, artist Daniel Kura, executive producer, Dirk Feelgood, and producer and social media manager, Chris Havens. Uh, couldn't do it without them. Uh, and of course, thank you for listening. Um, before I go, uh, I end each episode with a song selection of my own, um, something to uh, share a bit of myself and try and tie things together. Um, my pick for this episode is one that means a lot to me. Um, Jaysher and I touched on it a bit in the episode, but mental health is a, a, a big thing for me. Um, it's something that Jaysher and I have uh, talked about a bit on our, on our own, um, but uh, I, I've struggled with anxiety my whole life, um, and I've I've done a couple bouts with some pretty severe depression. Um, as a lot of you are probably aware, a common symptom of depression is that you no longer get enjoyment out of things you're used to. Um, music has always been a huge part of my identity really. And for a while there due to, uh, the depression I was experiencing, um, my favorite songs and and artists no longer provided comfort for me. Um, in, in fact, they, they had the opposite effect more often than not. Um, it, um, it really sucks. <laughs> uh, but, uh, a little over a year and a half ago, um, I was climbing out of the tail end of said depression and, uh, my wife, my uh, best friends and I took a trip up to Big Bear. Um, while we were there, we uh, had dinner at a place called Fire Rock Burgers and Brews. Um, you know, lots of rock and roll decor. Uh, they played a lot of rock music in the dining room, that sort of thing. Um, uh, they played a lot of, you know, like the classic rock and metal that you'd expect, but um, stuff some stuff that I, uh, I didn't recognize, too. And uh, one song in particular caught my ear, and uh, I used my phone to find out that it was by a Danish band called Volbeat. Uh, and over the next couple weeks, I began listening to their catalog and getting really into them. Um, they were new to me, but also had a lot of similarities to the old stuff that I loved and kind of became a bridge for me. Uh, they reinvigorated me so to speak and for for lack of a better term helped me take music back for myself um and uh depending on your personal philosophy uh, maybe it's fate maybe it's happenstance I don't know but uh the week that I took that trip to Big Bear uh was the same week that I joined the community that introduced me to Jasher and Dirk and a lot of other people that I've come to consider very dear friends um And because of that, the song I've chosen is one that's become a favorite of mine, um, almost like a theme song of sorts. Uh, One that I I put on in the morning to motivate me to face the day or that I put on in in the car ride home to remind me to leave the difficulties of work behind. Um, It's a song about friendship. It's a song about conquering adversity. And it's a song about a big old monster. Um, Life can be hard at times. And uh, the world we live in, Ain't always a kind one. Um, it would be a lot easier if uh, if you had a giant kaiju to fight for you and, and keep you safe. But I think you've got a kaiju inside you already. Uh, you just got to wake its ass up. This is Leviathan by Volbeat. Uh, I'm Ron Jimenez, and this has been The Needle Drop. Thanks for listening, and be excellent to each other.